Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern day Asian American woman. My name is Helen. And I'm Mel. For today's episode, just be me and Helen. We did a similar episode a few weeks ago with Janet and myself where we kind of dived into our individual friendships. And it seems like everyone likes to hear about the nuances in our dynamic duo. Mm -hmm. So for today's episode, will be me and Helen talking about our dynamic, which (laughs) is chaotic, I would say. Yeah, to say the least. Yeah, (laughs) I think a lot of people do see us as a trio, but Mm -hmm. what people don't really recognize, I guess, is that we actually have very unique relationships with each of us, right? Mm -hmm. Me and you, me and Janet, you and Janet, which I love that episode, by the way. It was so so cute. I didn't expect to get so emotional. Yeah. And the editing, like, elongated the sadness. I was like, damn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Do we laugh the same? I'm 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 getting nervous. You know what? I just saw both our heads go back. I will there's a lot of similarities with us. I will say though, like because I recorded the episode first. This is your first one on one. Yeah. I feel like I'm getting like emotionally I'm preparing myself for today. Okay. And even though we are coworkers, mm-hmm. we always say that we are friends first. Mm-hmm. And I think that is actually one of the big reasons why we work so, so well together, because we have a good foundation. We also get a lot of friendship related questions from people out there. So this is the first time that Mel and I have sat down to actually talk about our our friendship. Mm. But it's. I think it's going to be nice to, to just think through, you know, how we started, how we built and fortified and really strengthened our relationship, if it helps anyone out there. And it's also a good time for us to just reminisce and, and celebrate yeah. us. I'm nervous. Don't be nervous. It's just me. I know. But I just, we don't do this normally. I know. I know. It's kind of like, we're always like, sup, sup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let's start with the first question of how did we meet? Share with our listeners. Our origin story. I kind of love this story. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like we have said this story so many times, but I actually met Helen through Phil because I met Helen when I was an intern at Wong Fu Productions. And I remember that night specifically because Taylor and I were interns and we were like at the office and Phil's like, hey, do you guys want to like check out this like event that we're going to? And I was like, okay. And then I overheard him telling Wes is like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go pick up Helen first. And then I was sitting there at my desk and was like trying to like be very nonchalant. And I looked at Taylor, I was like, who's that bitch? Yeah. Like, I've never heard this girl, this name before. Mm. So I was like, who's Helen? <laughs> so we go to this event, we're at the bar, me and Taylor. And then like Phil comes in and I see this girl and I was like, oh, this is, oh, something is, ha- oh, oh, he's dating. Like, I was like an intern like a month or two. I had no idea Phil was dating someone. So mm. I was like, who's this girl? 
And so that's where I officially met her. Like, hi, Mel, I'm an intern, blah, blah, blah. And I think just through other like events, I would always see you. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this girl's like really cool. And like, I think I would vibe with her. But again, I, I feel like I couldn't cross that boundary. I'm like, you're Phil's girlfriend. I'm just his like subordinate intern. <laughs> and I was like, no, that's weird. Mel's still in my phone as Melody WF intern. Which is weird. Which I'll never change. I think it's so cute. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's nice, I guess. But I think that, I, I noticed that we had similarities like we're both into like going out and partying and like having a good time so I'd run into her at the club and I'm just like still again like oh I can't mm-hmm. really do anything but she she broke the boundary and she was like hey what's up do you want a shot and I was like <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> when was that it was at Metro in probably like oh, 20 goodness 2016 wow okay 2015 yeah, yeah. that was wow. the arrow okay yeah. yeah it's actually it's funny because you mentioned this story and i actually don't have a good recollection of when we first met oh and i think it's because for you like as the intern it's mm. just like your boss's girlfriend is yeah. a very significant event for me i i still remember like philip texted me he was like oh do you want to go to the rabbit hole in alhambra yes so that was the bar mm-hmm. where we met and during that period of my life, I think I was always meeting Philip's groups of friends because mm. we were still in our very formative years of our relationship. And I had moved here from Boston to L.A. And this is where he like built all his friends are at, mm-hmm. his like co-workers, like everyone is here. So that period of my life was I was very self-conscious. I was like, OK, I have to meet another group of friends, have to be on my best behavior, mm-hmm. have to like put my best foot forward. So I was always like nervous at these events. That was mm-hmm. like the era of when you met me. Yes. So I don't remember many people that I met because there's just so many people. There's so many. I, know, I totally time. understand. because I, I even felt the weight when I was like, like totally different dynamic back then but you know it's crazy i was like trying to like pinpoint like how did we start progressing like how did we become more like oh that's my boss's yeah person but it's because i could run into these events or the club and then you know it's really funny i think i had your number or i knew your face was something like i think i somehow got your number or like instagram or something like that okay well i will say because i went back and looked on our facebook wall yeah. which we used a lot back then oh. and the one and only time i ever commented on your wall was on February 22nd for your birthday, 2016. And I said, happy birthday, Mel, with a smiley face. And you responded back, thanks, Helen. Drink soon? With a with a heart face or a heart emoji. And I was like, this kind of defined our whole entire relationship. <laughs> Drinking. Yes. But it, I think it just kind of like lowered our inhibitions and walls to so really get close. Yeah. But maybe because of that, like we started kind of like seeing at the social drinking events. I was like, oh, I could like, I felt comfortable around you. But I don't know if you remember this, but... Mm. I started going on the dating apps and mm. I matched with this oh, guy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Actually, I matched with, well, with this guy. Well, the other guy comes in later, but I matched with this dude. And I think, I don't know how it happened, but I found out he worked at the same company as Yes. You. Okay, wow. Was that one of the first That's like, like, breakthrough moments between yeah. us? Yeah, okay. and that was my first ever date. <gasps> like on the dating app. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, oh, wow. Okay. And so I think I went on the date and I found yeah. out you're like, oh, I worked there. And I was like, oh. And then I was telling the story. You're like, oh, I, I'll... He's at my the, the company baseball game I'm always hanging out with. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. And you're like, I don't know, Mel. Yeah. You're like, I don't know about him. And I was like, oh, okay. But I think that kind of opened up like a vulnerability talking about romance with you. Mm. And you're like very receptive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it progressed even more. Sorry, this is like a story. <laughs> I think after that, I Wang Fu and I like, I, I left Wang Fu or my internship ended. And mm-hmm. there was like another year. And I think we were kind of like in and out. I would, we didn't really hang out then, mm. but I was in a very certain place in my life where I was like, okay, I really need to make new friends. I have to put myself out there more and not feel awkward. Mm. I think in between this moment, I texted Helen because I matched up with this another guy on Coffee Meets Bagel. And at that time, it shows you your mutual friends. Mm. And I was like, I texted you. I was like, 
oh my god you know blank and you were like oh yeah i do i don't know why he's on he's on the dating app though because he he doesn't live in la he lives in asia and i was like oh interesting oh wait i forgot that you guys matched we did and so i told you about it oh things are clicking yeah okay and then after that i was like oh, okay that makes sense then we didn't talk after that yeah and then a few months later in my like i'm gonna be proactive and make new friends era i texted you probably a few months later and was like hey helen it's mel i'm just curious like, are you doing anything tonight mm. trying to like see if you wanted to actually hang out uh-huh. And you said, oh, yeah, like, hey, like, a couple of friends are visiting. One of my friends visiting from, like, Asia. And oh, gonna- so that's why you wanted to hang out with me? Because no. you knew I was hanging I, out with him? No, no, no. No, I didn't know. Girl. No, I didn't know. Because okay. I asked you originally about him. But months later, I asked you to hang out. And you said, yeah, let's hang out. I actually, my friend's visiting from Asia. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going to Perch. I'm going to go to downtown. And, like, come through. Mm. And, I was, and at that moment, I was like, oh, that's the guy I matched with a few months ago. Okay. Okay. And then wow. Was, okay, things are starting to click again. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yes. So that happened, and I was like, I, I went, I went out and hang out with you, and I met all those guys from like BC, BU, BU, mm-hmm. and like the guys from the guy from Asia, and I was like, whoa, and we just clicked. Like, yeah. it felt like camp, or like we got along really well. And I think me and you just like had a good time with each other. The next day, they invited us out, and you're like, oh, let's go, Mel. It was like back to back hangouts with me and you mm-hmm. for the first time, and I think that kind of like became like our thing Mm -hmm. i think that was also during a period of time where philip and i were on and off for those of you who Mm. are loyal listeners to the podcast y'all know like the beginning of my relationship with philip was very turbulent so that was during a time i think when philip and i were kind of more off and it allowed for me to have more time to just randomly hang out with you yes yeah and i will say during that time because i always felt like again like helen's like phil's girlfriend or phil's like person that I felt kind of like I couldn't really overstep but this is when I started getting closer with you because mm-hmm. I, I actually did not I didn't think I hang out I hung out with them as much and mm. I was like oh and then we started to hang out every weekend and Helen would because I think Helen is someone that wants to always do something mm-hmm. like hey let's do this let's do that I was like okay like and I would just come along and I think that just became like our this started like just building our bond and I yeah. would and then um and then Asia and then we went to Asia together. And I think that actually, that trip solidified our friendship. Oh, yeah. So it was that that person, <laughs> that boy, that I think first emailed us. And I think it's because it was during November, during, during holidays. And he was like, I'm not going to come home. Do you guys want to come to on this Asia trip? So that's oh, how that started. I don't remember that. Yeah, I actually went back and looked at it. And <gasps> it was did? like, oh, just, yes, going down memory lane. But um, it was, they called us Team Wu Chang Clan. And then they were Team BB, Big Booty. <laughs> Remember oh that? my god <laughs> yes Sorry. so that's where i was like oh me and mel are like a thing you know yeah. wuchen oh. clan oh yeah so that whole trip was just one of the best friend trips that i've ever done in my life we mm. went from uh la to tokyo i went to osaka with a few people then we went to korea taiwan hong kong mm. and it was over the span of two weeks and it was just just no drama everyone on the same page wanting to eat the same types of food party the same amount like it was just such a good trip and i think that's where our friendship really solidified oh yeah yeah that's when i was like yeah helen's my friend now yeah but (laughs) sorry i just i forgot all about like all of that stuff yeah do you have any do you remember anything else actually actually for you like do you remember anything from our friendship that i didn't bring up no i think i think you brought up most of just like how our friendship originated and yeah during that period of time when it was like me and philip were kind of more off you would stay over at my santa monica place quite oh, often yeah and we would go out and explore the west side which is something that i hadn't done much of mm. but we went to a club and 
um, instead of getting a guy to buy us shots, they bought us McDonald's. And we're like, it's great. I remember the moment we're like, he's like, do you guys want McDonald's? We're like, okay. We're like, oh, we'll meet you date. Okay. But that, was, that was fun. Yeah. And I knew so our routine too is because I would do, do I do laundry at your place? Probably. Probably. I did laundry at everyone's place. But I would, we would like go to Helen's in Santa Monica. We would pregame, listen to Usher, whatever. And I should be getting ready. And then we'll go out. We'll come back. And then we'd fall asleep. And then her alarm would ring so fucking loud. And she, I was like, Mick, I was like, hello. And then she would be like dead asleep. And then she's like, and then she'll like wake up and goes, I'm going to go run five miles. I'm like, <laughs> Bye. I'm going to stay here. That was a very, yeah. That's where, I mean, we'll go into this later, but clear differences in our um, lifestyles. I think back then I was very active, very much like I'm in Santa Monica for a year, so I'm going to take advantage of living by the beach, yeah. which, is, which is less than a mile away, and I would go out there and run. And, and I was like, oh, she's running? And she, I was like, oh, perfect. I could take her queen-size bed. I was sleeping on a twin back then. <laughs> it was like, this is my time to get some sleep. Yeah. Some fun times. But it was always just very easy. You oh, know? yeah. Yeah. Effortless. Yeah. All right. So now that y'all know like our detailed history and our origin story, how we actually met, I think it'd be fun to kind of like talk through our dynamic, which we mm. don't ever really do. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of times we always just say it's a vibe, you know, I it's wrote down vibe. vibes too. Did you? <laughs> it's just a vibe. It's like something that we can't really explain, but you just feel it. It's almost like you just know what I'm thinking without me saying it. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just a vibe. It's just easy. It's effortless. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I literally wrote the same thing. Yeah. But, okay, the reason why I wrote, like, a bunch of things, but the vibe thing, I feel like vibes. And I and I thought this random moment pretty recently. <laughs> we were going through, we were we had an awkward situation that we were, had to be in together. And we were just like, <laughs> and the thing is what made me laugh was that it was really, like, a very awkwardly social setting. So uncomfortable. We both felt so uncomfortable. And we, like, pretty much left the setting. And we were, like, trying to be silent. But we looked at each other and just started... <laughs> freaking cracking the f up and i was like that's when you know you have like a similar like vibe kind of thing because i'm like we both felt uncomfortable but we both literally and just thought it was hilarious we both held it together during the throughout the moment and then we kind of like rifted off of each other or like you yeah. know made sure that we were both feeling okay i feel like the two of us we have relatively high social eq so whether it's with the two of us or like we're in a party or group yeah, setting yeah. it's like we can kind of sense the vibe the vibe of like people <laughs> yeah. and like how we can be more like chameleons to make sure that the vibes <laughs> Girl, we saw hella basic <laughs> the vibes you know what I mean no, yeah, like yeah. that's that's what we do for each other and yeah. that's what we do for other people yeah and I think that's like our dynamic where we can do that for each other <laughs> sorry I'm just reliving it but it's also because I think that connection so strong for me because I can literally look at you and we are thinking the exact same thing but yeah. we know you don't have to say it, I just know yeah yeah, yeah. and we're like yeah so yeah. that's why a lot of times if you listen to our podcast me and you always say yeah 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 because yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. we just know it is yeah. so weird yeah see yeah. I also feel like just in terms of personality, we are both the type of people where in a friend group, I would say that we're sort of like the very social, talkative, like party animal-ish type of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and like you or I, nor I would ever be sort of in a corner just having a margarita like by ourselves. We no. would sort of be like in the midst of everything. Yeah. We're, we're there. We're next to the shot pour, which is mostly you. Yeah. yeah. That's but, why I'm next to you. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like in terms of our dynamic, like whenever we get into a, a large group setting mm. and we feel uncomfortable, we always look for each other in a crowded room to find comfort. Mm. You always, like, I will always go to, I'll be like, oh, I need to find, okay, Mel. Yeah. And then I, you would just come up and be like, hey, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like that happens quite often. Yeah. But it's weird. I actually don't think about it. I think it's so natural for me just to like 
go to you because mm-hmm. i think we're both wanting and needing the same thing in that moment yeah so i'm like oh Helen knows yeah 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 it's so weird i didn't like actually think about that yeah i also think in terms of our dynamic like i definitely feel like you are the closest thing that i have to a little sister mm. i don't have a little sister and you're of all the friends that i've ever had in all of my life like you are definitely the closest that i've ever oh. had to a little sister because you're annoying just kidding <laughs> i mean it's true though it's kind of like Actually, I'll go into my dynamic. I, I don't disagree with that. <laughs> okay, let me finish though. I think it's more little sister because you have this like very youthful, energetic, like jubilant, jubilant fantastical way about you that mm. I think a little sister I would envision like wow. would have, mm. you know, very just like dreamy, mm. dreamlike. You reach out to me a lot in terms of our friendship dynamic, which I really appreciate because I don't think I do that as often. Mm-hmm. So just in terms of dynamic, like I feel like I can open up more to you because you're more present in my mm. life you know what i mean yeah I, I i totally get what you mean yeah so little sister and also you do a really good job of reaching out thanks yeah. which could also be a little annoying which i totally admit it's not it's you know what like at first i was like oh is, is this gonna get annoying yeah yeah but i think i actually appreciate it way more like mm-hmm. i actually really do and then i also set my boundaries with you now of like i'm not just not gonna pick up your phone if like it's not the best time or i'll get back to you later yeah, yeah. or whatever it is so i really do appreciate that you reach out so much thanks yeah it's so nice um man okay so i wrote down or i thought about a few words to describe our dynamic okay unfiltered unhinged and very playful mm. i think we we have like this playful dynamic we're not very i don't think we're both very serious people but we can mm-hmm. get serious when we when a conversation is needed mm-hmm. like we could work through problems pretty well. Um, but yeah, I think that is like our vibe. And sometimes I, I also thought about like, we have this like ID, ID gaff mm-hmm. vibe too, where like I could literally be on your couch and just like lounged over like this. Yeah. But you're just like, no, that's normal. Yeah. And I think it's maybe because like, I love this casualness of our friendship because I could literally call you and not feel like awkward. I'd be like, hey, bitch. Yeah. What's up? It's like very like, just feels normal. And mm-hmm. when you're saying the whole like little sister dynamic, it's, I think it's well it's really meaningful to me because i don't i think you have a sister so you understand that relationship more mm. for me i actually don't see you as a sister mm-hmm. i see you as like a best friend mm. and for I mean, me i see you as a best friend too but yeah you also have little sister vibes i do yeah. because i'm i'm just like no i i just see you as my best friend <laughs> yeah 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 because i feel like i cherish my friendship so much and the fact that like best friend titles like yo it's pretty heavy for me yeah yeah so i see you as that i could totally see why you say that like I like I don't say I, like I neg you or like I, I feel like I do this to Helen a lot because I do that is negging I guess no that's okay continue yes, yeah because I do call you randomly and I'll text you like hey you want to talk hey can you talk right now like it's literally <laughs> I think most of my text messages like can you talk yeah let's chat and then I would call you and I feel like a lot of the times and I've noticed it mid like way in our conversation I'm just like damn I'm talking way too much <laughs> I'm just like she hasn't said a word <laughs> and I'm just like realizing I'm like I'm like I'm venting a lot to Helen and I feel sometimes I feel like bad because I do think I like dump so much shit on you. I honestly don't. I mean, I will tell you if it's like too much or if I have to go or whatever. Yeah. But it, 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 yeah. And I think usually in those moments when you need to talk, it's when you need to vent. Too. Yeah. So it's not like I have something to vent. I'll be like, no, I have something to vent. It's more because you have something to vent to yeah. get off your chest. Yeah. A lot of times. Which I'm more than happy to like listen through. I think I, in terms of like friendships, I feel like I'm, I'm a good listener. I'm usually, I usually mm. play that role more. So it makes sense why this works so well. That's true. I'm a talker. <laughs> Clearly. (laughs) 
Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swathers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swathers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swathers absorbs wetness better than a leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. What are some things that you think we have in common? A lot. Mm-hmm. I think we're both transplants. Actually, let's call that out. We're both transplants. We're not from LA. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that kind of unites us because we're seeking sometimes the same experiences because of that. True. Mm. Yes. Um, I think... <laughs> okay, I'm a stupid one. Oh, gosh. You want a stupid one or a more in-depth one? I like stupid. All right. We both have round faces. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and a lot of like, a lot of like surface face on the face. <laughs> We always acknowledge that we both have round faces and bigger faces than Janet. So yeah. we always had to push her ahead a little bit. So I was like this. <laughs> I do it at the same time. <laughs> like Janet, just go up there. Yeah. That's a good one. Thank you. I will also say, align with that, we also have similar humor. Mm-hmm. I think when you send me memes or things on Instagram, I'm like most likely will crack the F up. Yeah. And vice versa. There was one that we sent recently. I just remember this to each other. That said like, oh, I wasn't going to go out last night. But then I remember that the club owner probably has a family to <laughs> support. Like support. <laughs> so I went out. I was like, that's so us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> things that I feel like other people might not find funny. But like we, we do. Yeah. Um, I think we have the sim- similar style. Oh this is actually the same set. set, different colors. We shop at the same places. Yeah. Um, this is from Oakenfort. I feel like we shop at Zara, ASOS. Yeah. Um, we have Aritzia. You know, like you know those are, yeah. The funny thing is for Oakenfort, we have like multiple items that are the same. Yeah, and it's yeah. like non-intentional. We're like, I, I, will, I will walk in. I'm like, oh, I have that too. Yeah. 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 That's so funny. Speaking of like fashion, I think we have a lot of similar like interests in terms of like fashion beauty mm. and like um even shows mm. like i think me and her could get really basic about reality shows mm-hmm. but we don't outwardly always talk about it yeah you know yeah bachelor yeah okay a more deep one i feel like we both have this passion for the asian american community that's so deep I, it is but it's true yeah. like i think that is something that unites us mm. like for me ever since even college like being the president of the chinese student association and you your first job out of college being working at sadaf yeah film right yeah. like pushing forward asians and media that's something that i think grounds us in what we do here at abg and it's nice when you know with us as like a company i can look at you for like support in this area too. yeah it feels like what we are doing is very authentic to who we are yeah yeah i think a lot of times actually when you talk about your college experience i could actually really relate to it because i was also an asian american org mm-hmm. and you're like once you're an org and you're on board it's like a different like you're like totally gung-ho about like your organization so i totally get that vibe yeah another thing i feel really similar is that I think your dynamic with your friends from back home feel very familiar to me. Mm. Like when I meet your Boston friends, I'm just like, this is a vibe that I like totally get because I feel like that's my vibe with my college friends. Yeah. My friends are back home. So it always feels like it feels like I'm just like sliding myself into your dynamic sometimes. Yeah. I think we also have similar tastes in music. 
Oh, yeah. Like that's when I think about growing up in different coasts, you would think that our music Mm. interests would be different. But I feel like they're very similar to the point where I asked Mel to help start curating my wedding playlist. Like that's how much I trust her taste in music. And anytime Saweetie Best Friend plays, I'm like, Like, where's Mel? I know. Saweetie's having a concert. That's all I was like, oh, my God. I know. We should go. Yeah. (laughs) I think I guess another serious one, too. Well, I don't know if it's serious, but I really... Admire, I don't want to say admire. Why not? Because <laughs> if I admire about you, I admire about myself. Because <laughs> it's a commonality. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm just like, no, I say it. Okay, so I love your dynamic with your mom, like your relationship oh. with your mother and your family and how you love your papo. And like, I just really resonate with it because I feel, even though my our, my parents and my, my grandparents are different, it's similar type of vibe. Yeah. I keep saying vibe. It's a similar thing that I feel like I have because growing up with my grandparents, my, my mom and I are so close that... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Whenever you talk about your mom, I, I just feel for it so yeah. much because I get it. Yeah. Yeah. We're very big on family. For yeah. Sure. All right. You heard our long list of commonalities. We have to talk about our differences because there's also really clear differences between Helen and myself. We're not mm-hmm. like identical twins here besides <laughs> our round, a lot of surface face. So <laughs> what is our, what are our differences? Um, I guess for one, like age is a difference between us. You're a 90s baby. I'm an 80s baby. Oh, yeah. So I remember in high school, like when we met people from who were born in the 90s, we'd be like, oh, my gosh, that's so young. They're such babies. But now age does not play that big of a factor at all. So um, that is one. You're four years younger. How old? I'm, I'm 91. 90, I'm 87. So three, oh, yeah, 87? three or four. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. We would not write in the same circles in high school. Yeah. Um, I think a clear difference is our lifestyle. Like, I think I mentioned earlier, like when sh- I would sleep, she go run. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's funny because back then she always like talk about going to the gym. I was like, ugh, I'm not into that. But I think it's because you were like grew up playing sports, and I never grew up playing sports. I grew up singing in a choir. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> very yeah. different. I mean that that to me is a very big difference. That I think for some people could they could see that with another potential friend and just be like, oh, I'm never gonna be able to get along with this yes. person. But I don't think that's a big like that's just my own personal time. Yes, you know, I was able to go on a run. You were able to sleep in, and then we'd come back and get lunch together. Yeah, so. but I think it's because we didn't make it an issue. Like if a friend's yeah. like, man, I wish you like go with me, or like, oh, we should go hiking. And you're like, oh, we have different interests. I'm like, nah. Because I think you like doing that for yourself. Mm-hmm. So it was like, cool. Yeah. And I, I do feel like you're putting a lot more effort into a more like healthy and active lifestyle, which I am very excited about. Because yeah. now I'm like, yo, I could take Mel hiking and boxing That's and like true. doing all this stuff. So it opens up this new new avenue of our friendship and of what we can experience together. That's true. Yeah. Hmm, another difference. This is so dumb. I don't know why this. I thought of this. Helen takes a lot more longer to get ready in the restroom in the morning. Because she likes to listen to her podcast. True. I don't know why I was. I thought of that. Because we like yeah. share hotel rooms. Yeah, yeah. That's a dumb one. I also wake up earlier so that I don't take up the bathroom. But maybe that's why too. You're always yeah. like, why is Helen up so early? Yeah. But I don't know why I thought of that. This is not, that's not a strong difference. <laughs> it's more like a, oh yeah, I noticed. Because I'm sleepy. I'm just like, oh, she's in the restroom. <laughs> I think another one is, um, this is more prevalent in our earlier mm. parts of our relationship, working style. Oh my gosh. Actually, that's, that's a, a big g- difference. Huge one. Yeah. Especially because you came from more of a creative you you know, go. industry yeah. that um, valued lunchtime and honored that time and space for people. And I feel like mine was very much buttoned up and expected to work long hours and work through lunch and Mm. all that so when we first started abg i feel like that caused some friction between the two of us but we always again like i said earlier friendship always came first Mm -hmm. so we always talked it through and try to understand and you know be flexible and work it out with each other but yes 
Oh my yeah, God. That's that was a, a big one. That's a huge one. Yeah. Now I feel like you've taught me to set up boundaries with my own time and space. You know, that's yeah. one thing where like working with you, that's, that's show that to me. And I feel like we're sort of like in a happy medium now. I think so. I feel yeah. like you just like, I know you value efficiency. So I feel like I became even more efficient. Mm. Yeah. I see like, it too. Yeah. yeah. Girl, I'm fishing. Mm. It sounds like I, I it sounds like I just said I'm, I'm fishing. fishing. <laughs> I heard that. Um, another difference, I think, I think people know this, but you're actually way more spontaneous than I am. Hmm. I've, no, I think because like maybe because I think about when we were hanging out in our 20s or like mm. 20s that like Helen's like, oh, let's just do this. Like you're always like down for a new adventure. Like see what the day takes you mm. and you wanted to take advantage of it. I think for me, I was like, I know you're a planner. You're very detailed, but with like activities or experience, you're like, let's see. And I'm just mm. like, oh, always a plan, I, I guess. Like yeah. I, I'm very, but I feel like you were always down. I was down because I didn't have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I was, I was lonely back. I was a loner back then. Yeah. Yeah. So again, that's why we worked well. Yeah. You would think that it would be too different, but I think we were just open to experiences and open to where this friendship was going to blossom into. Yeah. Carpe diem. I mean, seize the day. Yeah. I knew that. I actually know that. Surprisingly. So let's go down memory lane. What are some key moments that you feel like defined our our relationship i already talked about it which is no surprise but i think a key moment is when we started getting closer hang on the weekends when you're off with phil mm-hmm. like off and this sounds weird but that was the first time i was like yeah i'm officially team helen like not saying there's like I, there's no teams but i felt like i was definitely much closer to you and so i was like okay like that totally shifted like my idea of the boundary of like oh i can't mm-hmm. that was a clear moment because I also feel like that Santa Monica time was so, I don't say the word intimate, but it was intimate because I think that was like so much like one-on-one time. And I mm-hmm. actually really value just individual time with someone. Mm-hmm. So that was a moment, obviously Asia, mm-hmm. a, like you said, Asia, like literally locked in this friendship. Like I just, I, I can't even describe why. Yeah. I don't know if this is a moment, but I think we've talked about our dynamic of you're being more spontaneous and more just I'll go with it. Again, that dynamic really also locked in our friendship because I feel like you challenged my me to get outside of my comfort zone and you really mm-hmm. just and at that time where I was trying to be proactive you really just drilled it in me and I can't like thank you enough for that because I feel like you like it's like a reminder like life is about living it mm-hmm. and I think so I think about Helen's like your mentality the way the way you handle those things or like the way you go about life is something I really I think I took in mm-hmm. during that time mm-hmm. so yeah I thought you were going to mention the pregnancy thing you know, I know that's such a significant time. I don't know why I didn't think about that. Hmm. Well, I'm helping you out here. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, you know why? I think I sometimes I associate that period of as not, not to say not so great, but more like a. Let's explain what that. Okay. What so when Helen told us she was pregnant, I shared on the podcast, as much as I was so excited for Helen, there was a deep gutted feeling I had in my pit of my stomach. <laughs> that made no sense there. I mean, let's take that back. <laughs> no, I like it. Okay, fine. Let's keep it. Um, I think it's because, and I, I felt so many mixed feelings because I'm so happy for my friend for expanding her family. But I felt such, I felt also a fear that I was losing one of my best friends because at that time, none of my friends were pregnant. I never really experienced like someone don't, going through a huge lifestyle, like milestone change that is like so significant. Mm-hmm. But I also was harboring so much guilt because I felt so selfish for thinking like my friend's going to be taken away from this 
this thing I don't even know what it is you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think I was so afraid to tell you because how fucked up is that like how fucked up like I was like this is so fucked up to think that like mm. here my, my friend's pregnant she's having a baby she's so excited and I'm just like I'm so afraid mm. like I don't want to be like hey I think your pregnancy is gonna like ca- cause like a rift in our friendship and I I think just I, I kept it so silent for a while yeah yeah. But I think when you share that with me, that was actually maybe like a significant moment for me because I was like, oh, she really cares about our friendship. Mm. You know, I think for friends where you're like, oh, I'm just going to allow this. You, it's almost like you had a um, had a, a like a solemn moment to sort of allow our friendship to like acknowledging or like mm. pre-acknowledging that our friendship was going to die a little bit. Yeah. And that's where your sadness came in. But because you sort of said it and verbalized it out loud, like I knew what your intentions were. And I was like, oh, no, this is a close friend that I want to keep mm. forever because she does care about our friendship as much as she as she does. To yeah. even Like feel this and say this. Yeah. And know? I. Oh, yeah. Oh man, memories of her coming back. Cause we, yeah. I, I don't think I was able to talk to Helen about this until probably two months before you were due. Mm. And so it was like a lot of like, I, I, oh man, I, wow, it was just coming back to me. Maybe because I just kind of like, you know, it's weird. The reason why I don't think about it anymore because now I see your baby and I'm just like, I love him. I can't, I come over more because I want to play with him. Yeah. That it just feels like it. I forget that I had that moment of such extreme doubt mm. that it's just like, cause there's so much love right now mm-hmm. with the child. I'm just like, I don't. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. What do you feel like that moment then taught you? I think it made me feel like, wow, Helen's really understanding. Like she's mm-hmm. like, like she's so warm and like, not, not like shaming me for feeling this way, even though she's like literally like seven months pregnant. And I was like, wow, this, this like person like really genuinely cares and you value me as well. Mm -hmm. And we were like literally sobbing in her freaking bedroom. And I was like, I feel like I'm going to have you guys have a moment. (laughs) (laughs) But I think after that, everything was just smooth sailing in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't want to force that significant moment on you, but I was like, I'm pretty sure that was a pretty, pretty big one. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's again I think it's because like we're in such a happy time with like I love her child I just can't express how much I love this baby who's not a baby anymore <laughs> yeah and, I know we're like obsessed with yeah that. but it's just like I've, I don't think I love some something <laughs> love someone I don't want to say that a small human and yes. I, I haven't loved a small human to this capacity <laughs> in a very long time that it's the love is so strong and powerful that it literally just like obliterates what i felt before Mm, you know what i mean yeah yeah okay well i shared like some key moments in our in our friendship that really solidified like helen and mel how about for you i actually never heard this by the way so i'm very excited Mm -hmm. okay so i think for me before i dive into my key moment there is some some sort of like friendship just a general topic of friendship that i reflected on and i even remember like during the bachelorette episode when i said like oh i I never imagined myself having like a close group of girlfriends Mm -hmm. in my in my like in my 30s or 40s or whatever i and i kind of accepted that fate mm-hmm. and i asked myself like why why is that the case and i narrowed it down to three reasons didn't go to therapy for this but maybe i need to um so this is still very surface level but the first reason i think it come it it goes back to my childhood my mm. first childhood best friend was in third grade and she was someone who was way cooler than me i might have mentioned this already on the podcast before but before going into our homerooms, like during breakfast, we were all in the cafeteria and then you could also line up before going into the mm-hmm. door to go into your respective homerooms. And I would always write in my three hole punch binder. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Like with the unicorns and Lisa Frank stuff. But I would write in there and just be like, I hope my friend is nice to me today. I Aww. hope she likes me today. I hope she's not mean to me today. If she's having a good day, I'm going to have a good day. Like for some reason, I don't know what, mm. why that 
that was a thought that I had in the third grade. Yeah. But I think perhaps that first friendship sort of solidified maybe how I saw friendships from then on with like girlfriends. Mm. She was just so cool <laughs> and I was not. So <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think that's one. And then secondly, I do think that growing up in a very traditional Asian household where um, not a lot of feelings were shared, we never said I love you, we never really expressed ourselves, mm -hmm. that probably held me back from reaching a certain level of vulnerability that I think is very necessary to be very close to a friend. Mm -hmm. You know, like it wasn't that our household didn't allow for it because I think we did, you know, have outbursts and things like that, but it just didn't teach me. It didn't mm -hmm. allow for it, but it was never taught to me either. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really understand how to be vulnerable in a friendship. Thirdly, I think growing up with a sister, mm. me, me and Annie, oh, we were like not friends. We were so mean to each other. Mm -hmm. We were so mean. We had like physical fights, verbal fights. We said the nastiest things to each other. And that to me was my first like girlfriend too, mm, you know, mm -hmm. in a very close setting. I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to get close to girls if like this is how mean I can get oh, and I she can get. Mm -hmm. So I always said, I think I've always had some sort of a wall up with friendships because of those three things. Mm -hmm. Just not wanting to reach. And we, we mentioned this in the Relating Between Alliance episode where we talked about the different levels of emotion yeah. and vulnerability. I never really could get to level five, which is the deepest, most raw form of vulnerability you can get with friends. I always like stop myself there. Mm. And so with our friendship, I think for one, right, we had to really dig deep, especially with this podcast, because mm -hmm. I've never had to really think about these like very vulnerable parts of us before mm -hmm. and as I'm going through the self-discovery with this podcast like you're you and Jen are both going through it with me at mm -hmm. the same time you know and so the key moment that um, I had in mind and you probably know this already was when I was going through probably like the deepest darkest part of my life mm -hmm. um, when I was going through something that I felt a lot of shame guilt with and was able to sort of keep to myself for such a long period of time mm -hmm. this was a moment that um was really hard for me to bring up to you and Janet, but I did. Mm. And it was like the hardest shit ever. It was yeah. so hard. And it's so crazy because it's like, you just have to say something, just say it, just say it out loud. Mm -hmm. But it's like the hardest thing to do because again, I just am not comfortable at, at that level of vulnerability. But then when I did, like you both really opened your arms, like hugged me and was just like, I understand like mm -hmm. or I don't understand I think you had said something you had said I'm never going to understand but I can like empathize with you and I'm here for you if you ever need to talk and I think that just like I don't know I think in those moments when you share something that is just so hard to share mm -hmm. uh oh crying I think in those moments when you just share something that is just so hard to share you're afraid that it's going to change that the dynamic of your friendship and your relationship because you're going to add this piece to it mm. that all of a sudden they see you differently or they, they, they judge you differently perhaps. And so for me, I was just like, I don't ever want to open myself in that way. But yeah, when I did, you guys were very, just like very good with accepting it and listening. And I felt like a weight was lifted off my shoulders. And I think that was a key moment that um, I knew our friendship was going to be one that would last like forever. Cause like only, I think I only told like three other people mm -hmm. before you guys, you know? So that was a big, big deal for me. Yeah. I actually remember that moment. That's when I also realized like, wow, Helen has like, this is something she's harboring and holding so close to her heart that I don't think she's really sharing with people. And you were having such a hard time. Even you're like, I have to tell you guys something. You're like, and every time you're like holding your pillow, I think you was just like, for me, I sense that like she has never shared this and 
this is such a new thing that you're struggling to get it out when you did I was like okay this is something like I understand like the rootedness of it and and I was even like wow she's sharing with us about Mm -hmm. something so vulnerable and so deep Mm -hmm. within that I was like I also felt that moment too oh yeah but that was that was a very key moment I think in our friendship yeah yeah man Woo! get that out of here i was getting ready sucked it back in Okay, um, is there something about our friendship that you've always wanted to say, but you've never said it to me? This would be the time in front of everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I get, I get, I hesitate with this. Okay. For a couple of reasons. One, I feel like I've actually said everything to you because I don't have, I have a big mouth. And <laughs> Helen's someone I will say that I probably tell everything to. It's like, I don't, I'm an open book with you. Yeah. And you could read me pretty clearly. Yeah. So I think with that, it's hard for me to, like, to find something like I haven't ever said to you. Mm. And I think I said a lot in my speech when your wedding. I think I was I, I was reflecting like just sitting down. And I'm also hesitant because I, I know I'm going to get emotional when I talk about our dynamic, our friendship. Um, so I was sitting down reflecting on just us. And I was like, man, why is Helen so special to me? I don't want to say I, play, I don't think I play favorites with my groups of friends because I love all my friends so much. But I just feel like with our relationship, it's so significant to me because, again, like being in your late 20s or 20s and finding a new group or person that you could just feel so deeply connected to is so rare. Like I can't mm-hmm. it's just hard. everyone says it's hard to make friends when you're when you're an adult. It's so true. But when I met Helen and we just started like kind of vibing, I was like, man, like I had this like thought. I was like, I think you're like my friendship soulmate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, kind of, like, I can't, we just get each other. Like, there's no, like, and and that's why I think even just thinking about this episode is, like, hard for me to put words into everything because, like, everything I feel with you is all feel. It's all, it just, it's my gut mm. that I just know. It's, <laughs> it's a vibe. But it's true. It's just, like, it's a lot of emotions because I feel it's so, like, precious to me. And I think maybe for me, the thing I, I just, I probably shared with you before, and this maybe it's, like, I think as we're getting older and we're continuing on with our life, I think I sometimes feel that fear sometimes that you're going to go away. Is that weird? <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. I know. I think it's, you know what it is too. I feel like this is so, this is just me being like a little petty. I think sometimes I feel like, mm, this is really lame. What I'm about to say. <laughs> just a prerequisite. Say it. Pre- is that the right word? I think so. <laughs> I think, you know what it is? I would think when you're telling me your story about making friendships and the difficulty of it, not to sound this way, but it's hard for me to believe because you're such a good friend. Like mm. to me, you're like one of the best friends, you know? So I couldn't have imagined how you would ever go through something like that. Cause I'm just like, how can you think that when you're like one of my best friends? And I think sometimes what I feel is that like everyone loves you. Like if you actually were to meet Helen at an event or like just in passing or to dinner, like you're so easy to get along with and like because you're so much fun and you're empathetic and just like you're a standout in my opinion. That I think sometimes I'm just like, this sounds weird. I'm afraid that everyone's going to recognize it and you're going to run away from me. Oh my God. 
not run away, but like you're gonna like. I'm not crying because you're like telling me all these yeah. good things about me. I'm crying because you're crying. I don't and know. Feeling this way. Okay? I don't know. But it just, it just, and that's not like a huge thing. But sometimes when I go out, I'm like, I see you in this light. Yeah, shit, bitch. <laughs> I see you in this light. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't get the crappy one, but I think that not that you're like neglect me. I just feel like. I understand how precious time is and everyone wants a part of your time. And I get that. But I think it's hard because I'm just like, I hold you in this like, you're my friend. Mm. I get, I get, I get a little worried. Mm. Kind of more like, nah, get away. It's mine. <laughs> this is so, okay. This is very cute. It's very little and sister. Just, how do I reassure you that that's not going to happen? Because I, like I said, you are the closest thing that I have yeah. thing that I have <laughs> to a, a little sister and yeah. I would never... Like that, that is a bond that is just not ever going to be breakable or yeah. someone's not going to like replace you. Yeah. You know? I, you know, it's weird. I like know it, but this is like, I know again, like this is like my, my not logical side thing. Cause I know, cause we, we spend, I have dinners yeah. at your house. I sleep over. Like we have the most intimate interactions, but I feel bad. Th- again, like this goes back to the pregnancy thing where I feel mm. bad. I'm just like, I shouldn't feel feeling, feeling this way. Mm. You know, I'm just like, man, Mel's possessive. I'm really not. <laughs> But I just get sometimes... You just care a lot about your friendships. Yeah. You really do. Yeah. yeah. And I, th- I think that's a very... Um, it's an amazing quality about you, you know? And yeah. why I also consider you as, like, one of my best friends. Yeah. Because you really do care. I care too much. Aww. Anyways. Your mascara's running. Fuck. It's, like, PC. I know. It's just to add, like, layers to my lashes and oh, shit. Cool. Anyways. I'm done. I'm not, I'm not going to talk anymore. Oh, no. that was cute. Hey, what did we learn from the pregnancy thing? I'm still here. I know. Okay. I know. I know. Yeah. There's just, there's, you know what? 97% of the time, I know that. But there's, like, little moments I'm just like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. anyways, go, your turn. <laughs> turn to me. Yeah. Your okay. eye. No, hold on. It's fucking nasty ass shit. Okay, sorry. Um, Whew. I did not expect to cry then. I didn't expect to say this. I'll be honest. Because I was like, I, you literally know everything. I'll be real. I'm going to turn it back to you. Okay. This is the part I actually was very, the most nervous for. Ooh. Because I will say like within our friendship, I am a talker. So you know, I will share how I feel about us. Mm. Well, us, what is this? <laughs> you. So I'm actually sometimes like you'll share things, but I feel like you keep it like you'll like say it. And then like. Yeah. I'm always like, you feel that way, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll so, go yeah. with mine. I'll go with mine. Okay. So I do have a moment that I, I don't think I ever really shared with you before. Don't worry. Um, and I feel <laughs> like it is, it was a good realization for me in mm. terms of like kind of where our friendship is and where it could be better. Okay. <laughs> if I say it that way, you're like, okay, I, I can take critique in a no, good way. No, but I was like, better. Yeah. Um, okay. So this was when we were in Boston. It was after our Northeastern speaking event and we were in the hotel room. Do you remember when I got like kind of quiet? No. No? Yes, you do. Because you're like, you went to the bathroom and you're like, Helen, is everything okay? Because again, we can like sense each other's vibe. And I think you knew Wait. something was off. I know now. Okay. okay I know. So I'm going to bring up that moment. Okay. Which I haven't talked to you about before because I was able to just like brush it off. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but I had, I like thought about it and it was significant to me for a reason. Okay. So just for some context, we were in Boston. This was after a speaking event. We had done an ABG meetup. We were tired. We were staying at this um, casino, right, to just, like, that's where we stayed. Yeah, yeah. Um, and after the our ABG meetup in the casino downstairs, Janet had already gone upstairs because I think she it was, like, a little too overwhelming for her. And then she brought her dinner upstairs. So it was just me and you. And you had mentioned 
Oh, okay. And then you had mentioned like, oh, Helen, you didn't gamble yet. Like, do you want to, do you want to, like, I'm down to try. Yeah. You remember that? And so I was like, I got really excited because I feel like that is an experience that we haven't had before. Mm. And it's an experience that I really enjoy with friends who like to low stakes casually gamble. Like, okay. I'm not a gambleholic. I will do at most like 300 per day or something. Okay. Like, it's not a lot compared to other people. But I just find it so fun because you're cheering each other on. Mm-hmm. You're like really like vibing with each other. You're getting drinks. You're walking around. You're like looking at all these pretty colors and sparkling, whatever. But I was like, okay, I want to have this one-on-one time and experience with Mel. And I was oh. really excited for it. Okay. And then when we went upstairs, we had our dinner. And then I think you were like, I'm tired. <laughs> Sorry. You can imagine that happening. Yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you're like, I'm tired. And you're like, do you still want to go? And I was like, yeah. And you're like, oh. And then we eat a few bites. You're like, oh. I don't know if I want to go. <laughs> I was like, well, you said you would. You had to come with me. And you're like, do you want to go by yourself? And I, I said that? Yeah. I did not know that. I don't know why that moment like crushed me. Yeah. And I know it's so, it sounds so petty. Yeah. Perhaps. But I think it's because I was like so excited to have this one-on-one experience with you that we probably wouldn't get like any other mm, time. Okay. You know? Yeah. And... I think it was feeling a little like a level of maybe support that I like you you just being more down for like things I wanted to do. And I remember in that moment just being like really sad. Uh-huh. I don't know why. I was so sad. I was so sad. I thought it was something else actually. Oh really? Yeah. No. But I was so I was just really sad and I think the realization was because um like if it were my sister, I would have made her come downstairs with me mm. and we would have had a great time. Mm. And she's done that to me, too, mm-hmm. where I'm like, I'm tired. I don't want to go. And she will, like, forcefully pull me out yeah. and be like, we got it. We, we're doing this together. Yeah, yeah. And I think that moment made me realize, like, even though I see you as, like, so close as a sister, everything that I brought up before about vulnerability, about perhaps, like, having slight walls up, mm-hmm. I still feel like I am your friend because I want to protect your feelings over mine sometimes. Mm. Like, in that moment, I wasn't going to force you because I knew, like, I know your level of, like, what you can handle and I didn't want to push that too mm-hmm. hard mm-hmm. but if you were my sister sister I would have pushed you yeah you know what I mean mm-hmm. so part of me as I'm like reflecting on friendships itself I'm like why can't I do that to you mm. but that's also a level that I haven't gotten to with like friends before what do you, like what do you mean like just in general like pushing them t- yeah to or like put putting my feelings first more yeah 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 you know what I mean mm-hmm. I don't do that enough I don't think I think I'm more just like, more like I'm chill, yeah, like whatever yeah. they want to do. I don't want to like ruffle feathers. Mm-hmm. But I feel like with a sister, I'd be like, you're coming with me. Yeah. You know what that I mean? Makes sense. But I still do that with you sometimes, but I don't push it. Yeah. But I think it's also, you know, it's hard though. I think it's because I think in the past I've made it clear with my boundaries when it comes to social yeah. battery. I think for me, maybe my mentality is like if I were to, because you're like, it's gonna be so much fun. I think sometimes for me, my mind goes, I'm going to be a drag with her. Like she's not going to be happy with my, mm. my, my battery level Mm. you know yeah i think all that to say like i do want to get to that level where yeah maybe there are things that like i i want to do more of too and like even if it pushes you more out of like yeah you know 
that feeling of yeah. whatever feels more safe to you or like whatever, you know, mm-hmm. like I want to get there with you is what I've concluded from this experience. Cause as I talked to Philip afterwards. I was like, it's not the gambling. I don't, I'm not like a gamble. Yeah, like yeah, I need yeah. to go gambling with Mel. It's more like I wanted, I really wanted that one-on-one time with you. Uh, and then when you're like, just go by yourself, I was crushed. Wait, I have a question. Yeah. Do you think it's also because, cause I thought that you were actually heading in this direction. Yeah. Do you think it's because you really wanted that one-on-one time? Cause it felt similar to when we started. I think so. Because we were very like, whoa, we'll yeah. do whatever. And I think we kind of like have built our own like systems of comfort. Yeah. That maybe we're like, we got, we like know each other's that comfort yeah. that we got used to this versus in the past. We've always been very like, let's just do it. Like, yeah. Like, F yeah. it. Yeah. And I think so. and it was like an adventure that I wanted to have with yeah. you like back in Santa Monica days that you all know about now. Yeah. But I think that's what it was. That makes sense. Yeah. I didn't, I wish you told me. I know, but it just felt so petty too. Cause I'm like, I know it's late. We were tired and I tried to rationalize in my head, but I was, I just became silent yeah. and I was just like, hmm. Yeah. And it wasn't until I talked through it with Philip, I was like, oh, I think it's because I really value my friendship with Mel and I really wanted this time with Aww. her. Yeah. Oh my God. I would totally, if you said, I was like, you know me, if you said that, I would be like, let's go. No, I'm pretty sure you're tired. <laughs> that that's really hard. That's hard. That's hard. That's hard. You know what it is too. Okay, so I had zero. That yeah, was you, like, you not. I literally thought because I knew she was feeling a certain way, and I was like, I just check in with her, and I thought it was because you were sad to be away from your family or be away from your baby. Mm. So I was like, maybe she just needs time just to be with her emotions Mm-mm-mm. because I was like, oh shit, did I bring up her baby too much? I was like, oh yeah, shut up. Oh, that's what I actually I thought it was. So I think yeah. in my head, I was like. Okay, she needs. I'll, I'll give her some space. It was probably a mixture of like all of that because I think that day I was already starting to get like very homesick, and then I think I was on my period, yeah. and then it was late, and we were delirious, and I was just like, I just want to hang out with Mel. So Aww. I don't know. Anyway, I think I wanted to say this because I think other times when this, when this, if this were to come up again, like I would could probably see myself also like just mm. backing away. But now that you know, yeah. I'm gonna be like, remember that this is one, of, this is one of those moments. Yeah, and then I'll know your ass is coming with me. Okay. Okay. Up and down. As right here, as down here. Yeah. I, that was a very real and very like nuanced part of our relationship. But I think it's important to talk about yeah. these moments. Too. I didn't know. Yeah. But I also think this sounds me being like, mm. it yeah. makes me, again, I was saying like, you're running away. Like whatever the thing I felt. Yeah. But I was like, it's nice to hear like, I think it's the whole, it makes me feel warm that you wanted to relive or redo the things that we started with. That it makes me go, let's do it. Yeah. You know, so I would, now I know. Oh. Thanks for sharing. I, I really, I'm really bad at gambling, but you could play Monopoly deal or something. <laughs> Not the same. Okay. So to wrap up today's episode, um, it was very vulnerable and I guess like playful, unhinged, whatever way I described our dynamic, but let's end it with talking about like, what are some weird quirks or things like this? I'm like getting more and more undressed as we uh, talk. <laughs> well, well then. So what are some weird things or habits that you have noticed about each other mm. or me? Should yeah. I go first? No, oh, go ahead. Um, I don't know why. Whenever you say this word, I always pay attention. I was like, that's so Helen. You go, very. <laughs> the way you say very is very like. Rarer. Very. You go. Bitch, I don't do that. <laughs> I think. I think. Something, whenever we're like walking around, you say it like in fast. I'm just like, oh, Helen said that. It, how do I say it? It's like we're like. It's like a ro-ro, kind of like, like ro-ro sound. I don't know what it is. Like, I always notice it. Oh. Like, oh, really? Really? Or say very. Very. Okay, what the fuck? Like, there's moments where you say something, I'm just like, oh, that's Okay, like, let me know next time I do it. I do, and I'm you're like. I'm pretty sure I'm going to go ro for very, though. Oh, maybe it's like, I, I emphasize the ro Yeah, you do. Very. Instead of like, there, very. There we go, there you go. I say very. Yeah, you go ro Like, fur. 
Yeah, but there's an e at the end of it, not fur fur. <laughs> but you said like a furry, like it's like her her. <laughs> Remember that dinosaur meme I sent you? It was like her her. <laughs> That's what you sound like to me. <laughs> what? Sorry. Okay. Okay. Realizations. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you have, bur- <laughs> have boogers. I have boogers again? <laughs> no. I have boogers? No, I'm saying you often say, oh, it's yeah. like a weird thing about you, yeah. right? You often say, yo, do I have boogers? And then I have picked it for you in oh the my past. God. Dude, okay, fun fact. I hate boogers. Sorry. Oh my God, she hates feet. Funny story, right before her wedding entrance at her wedding, we're all coming down the bridal party, and I was like, do I, I was like, do I have boogers? You're like, yeah, it's right there. And I was like, the song is playing. We're about to walk down. And I was like, trying to like do it. And this is like the entrance to the reception. And you're like, bitch. And you're like, put your fucking pinky in your my nose. And you pulled out my booger. And then we're like, dance. And we're like, come back down. And I was like, that's a real friend. Oh, Sorry. Yes. The, everyone knows this by now, but Helen has a lot of like, uh, she makes all these weird ass noises. Like, Mel just uh. thinks I'm a dinosaur, apparently, that makes weird sounds. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> you do a lot of these like filler noises. Mm, mm-hmm. I think I got it from you. Mm. I love that you have your Spider-Man shirt that you always wear everywhere we go. Like even if it's like a we're going like on like a nice like little trip and everyone's like wearing QPJs. Mel's like, nah, I'm going to wear my red Spider-Man shirt. Why is that my... Yeah. That's your thing. That's part of your identity it's, now. It's, it's really soft. Yeah. Um, the other thing that Helen does that I think is really Helen, when we're about to go out to club or like we're like filling our stuff, she goes, eh, eh, eh. Like literally like <laughs> the sounds. I just make a lot of sounds. She'll, she'll start like kind of popping her booty. Eh, I have eh. a video of her like grinding against a door. <laughs> and you're like, eh, eh. I was like, yeah, okay. Um, I love that. Okay. I don't know if you do this. I'm pretty sure you do. But you are the type of person that will dance by yourself in front of a mirror. What? <laughs> you don't i was like i think you do too no but i think you do it more i stopped doing that oh really yeah i gotta gotta feel myself again okay (laughs) i really like your laugh that's like i'm not talking about weird things anymore Hmm. because like okay this is really like random but what's my laugh like you had this like (laughs) like this sometimes you do that no actually that's not that's not it yeah that's not it (laughs) but I like the clip that we posted on social when you talk about ass chucking Phil because the way you're laughing in that clip I think it's really hell I wasn't even laughing I was like barely able to have, yeah, like, this, like it's not audible I don't know what it is you have this like one noise you go like huh? like it's one of those hmm. okay speaking of laughs you do you do snort when you laugh too hard yeah I think that's very weird and not weird but endearing that's true yeah all right well <laughs> thank you everyone for joining us on this very unhinged vibey conversation between me and mel this was the first time that we sat down to have a conversation like this so it was nice yeah, yeah. unexpected moments yeah it was I actually so too like i did i was like oh we're having a conversation we'd have offline yeah but i kind of appreciate it me too so if this conversation reminds you of a friend maybe this is your key to reaching out to that friend and having a lunch or i don't know recording or something yeah. with that friend to just let them know how much you appreciate them. Yeah. And I do want to say like after our conversation, I will say if you're also out there and you're missing a certain like, I guess, experience or like, uh, I'll say vibe, but like, I think the fact that Helen was like, hey, I miss doing the things we used to do. And I, that's really important to me. Mm. This is also a reminder, like if you miss doing like an old, an old activity you used to have with a friend, call them up and like relive those old memories again. Yeah. Yeah. And if you are looking for a friend like that, I think um, just know that just be hopeful. And I think put yourself out there. And I think with a lot of us, we have our own walls and certain, you know, levels of walls to break down. But it requires vulnerability to allow those walls to come down. So hopefully that is a takeaway that you are 
taking away <laughs> with this episode as well. Yes. And with that, we will catch you all on the next episode. Bye. Bye.